Welcome to your favorite podcast <laughs> that talks about your favorite game on Smite. I need a drink. God, I love that bit. Welcome to On Smite number 405, recorded on October 8th, 2015. I don't even know if that's right date or not, but uh, I'm Brent Copeland. I am Rank Aaron. I'm Bitburner. And uh, we have an awesome guest tonight. Uh, you might know him from uh, the top five plays on the Xbox uh, week. We have Frost. You yeah. should at least know his voice. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe. That's one of those generic ones. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, tell us uh, for the people who don't know who, who you are and what you do. Well, as you said, I am Frost from the Xbox Top 5 Plays, and I'm just the voice. So don't... Why aren't my plays here? Why aren't what happened? You know, I'm just the voice. <laughs> I don't pick them. Do you get so that? Anuki still does all that. The Anuki does uh, all the editing. It all looks like his. He. We have a team that picks the plays, but I'm primarily just the voice. Awesome. We can see why. <laughs> and t tonight, you may have noticed if you're watching uh, live, my camera's dead. We're still. Trying to get everything in the studio uh, reverted back from the uh, final uh, Shaft podcast that aired over the weekend in my garage, and it was it was kind of rowdy. So I think I killed part of my computer. We'll get that fixed <laughs> out though. And uh, a few brain cells too that night. Yeah, maybe a few, maybe a few. <laughs> uh, but I guess I should go ahead and move on into this before I start talking about that, right? Hey guys, what's cracking? <laughs> like I was mentioning, uh, cracking for me was uh, getting ready for the uh, five-year finale show for the Shaft, which is was the Minecraft podcast we uh, used to do. No longer going to be done ever again. And uh, then trying to get everything thrown back up into the room in time for the show uh, tonight. Uh, I haven't really had that much time to uh, play much Smite this weekend. I haven't played the new God yet, so I'm sad. Uh, maybe after the show, I'll get in a match or two uh, with you guys. What about you, Bitburner? Yeah, I got to play uh, Soul. She's she's hot. Wow. Is that all you can say? <laughs> wow. <laughs> tish. See what I did there? I get yeah, it. No, she's great. I, I like her. <laughs> I, sometimes the new gods, I'm like, eh. You know, but this one, you can tell everybody else likes her, too, because everybody insta-locks her. I was surprised yeah. I was able to get to play her. But no, um, I did, did a lot of practice with her, for sure. Beforehand, I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. Uh, very, you know, it's not a, um, she's not going to be an easy god to play. She you have to have a little bit of, little bit of a skill to play her because she's she's got some, you know, she's got some big AoE stuff, but you got to kind of plan it out. So there's, there's a little bit more skill involved playing her. How about you, Ragin? Uh Well, I've had a pretty busy week. I, For one thing, I started decided to try out the Steam Launcher. And, I mean, everything runs really smoothly on it. The only issue I have with it is I'm not one of these people that uses Steam a lot. So I have to wait for Steam to open before I can open Smite. So I might revert back. We'll see. And... The achievements don't carry over. I've got all the achievements in-game, and they're also listed in Steam, but because I already have them in-game, they're not showing up on Steam. Um, 
Going back to last week's show, uh, I was with my son this weekend, and I showed him the uh, cuckoo skin, mm-hmm. as we were discussing last week, and he immediately identified it. Immediately. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to say the name, but yeah, he immediately said it. I looked up the name, and yeah, I totally see it. So very well done as a as a parody. I've played a little bit of Saul just in co-op, and I don't think I'm going to like her. Uh, she definitely feels to me like she's uh, half hunter, half mage, and I don't like hunters, so I don't really get the point of her, and getting used to her wave clear is going to be very, very unusual, so I'll play her to get the mastery, but I've yet to play her in an actual real match. I don't usually, even if I like the god, I don't try and get in on the first week of insta-locking, so <laughs> I just let that go, especially if I'm playing with friends, which I did quite a bit of. Uh, One thing that surprised me is uh, I tried out my Ares in the arena without Blink. It actually isn't as bad as I thought it would be with the the nerfed Blink. It's not really impacting it as much. Um, You should try it with your Emir, Brent, and see if you like it or if you don't. I still find I can get in and, and use my ult effectively even without the Blink. So I still buy it, but I don't need it. And so I guess it was a bit of a crutch all this time. I thought it was just Escape that got nerfed, though. No, the whole... Um, everything got nerfed. All the cooldowns. All the timing, got... the cooldowns and everything. Yeah, oh, I forgot. And actually, that. the one that screws me up more is that in addition to the cooldown, it's also... It's now, even at top tier, it's five seconds delay every time you take or deal damage. So that's a long time in Arena mm. before you can yeah. blink. That blink didn't really have much of a place in this map and this meta. If you go back to some of the really old ones, they had small tight lanes where if you got into trouble there, you kind of caught out. You didn't have much mobility, much escape. And so now all these guys with mobilities, all these guys with escapes, blink just, it wasn't really needed. Yeah. Um, I'm liking it's these a, nerfs. Yeah, it, it seems like it was getting abused. Was yeah, there it was, was so much talk about everybody saying, it's all about blink meta now, you know? <laughs> well, you did see, you know, four people on each pro team would end up with Blink. So obviously there was something a little overpowered with it. Mm. Blink. And I mean, I guess that's pretty much it for my week. Um, just the usual stuff aside from that. Had the match with the crazy BMer who, uh, you know, feeds and then gets mad at everybody else and then DCs. And then we win after he leaves. Yeah. Yeah. We had one of those. I was I, playing I have a good party. Story. That was our stranger danger. That's kind of what I find with all the BMers is it's like you know your your negativity is actually doing more damage to the team than anyone's play, whether they're sucking or not. It's yeah. you bring down every single person, including yourself, uh, with BM. So it's just it's not helpful ever. The, there, uh, there was this guy who was he he wasn't BM too bad. He was just all instead of helping, he was just standing back, and I was doing something and i got jumped and, and he he was just all he's like dumbass or something i'm all what why am i a dumbass you could have helped me you know and so he was talking crap and then like the next and i didn't say anything else to him you know through the round the next round he was actually on the other team and he went like zero and nine <laughs> and i was all karma's a bitch <laughs> <laughs> and he actually instant messaged me and was like dude i'm sorry uh, you're not a dumbass. I was sorry for saying that. <laughs> well, at so, least he. At least yeah, he came I was kind of. I was. I was like, that's cool. But I, you know, 
I did get in a few matches on uh, Friday with the uh, extra worshippers and stuff. I was hoping to kind of clear out everything over the weekend, but because of what was going on, you get to play. Um, but there was one game when, when I was playing with Eric, and someone was cross-talking to him. Like, you know, I sent him messages while they were playing, and then, then we beat them. And, you know, he was like, oh, I guess I spoke too soon or whatever. But why do they even let you do that? Like... Like, I, I, I don't know why I hate it so much when I'm playing against someone, laning against someone, and then they start sending me messages. Like, not even if they do well or whatever, yeah, they, but just... It should, it should, you should not be able to message people in your in your game on the other team. It's just, it's a message it should be should, an like, option. Filter out, yeah. It should be an I don't option. Know. Be able to oh, whether, whether you could receive them or not? Yeah. yeah. I also yeah, think they need to add an option. To receive messages. Yeah, and I would also like to see an option, since we're kind of on the topic... Of not seeing opponent taunts and laughs. That would be nice, please. That would be very nice. Especially, I mean, I kind of get it in-game. You know, psych people out, whatever. I, I I, don't use the taunts, but I do the tank, jump around, come catch me thing. So there is some to it. But when your titan's dead and the defeat screen is up, the last thing you need to hear is that getting spam taunted with someone having the macro on their keyboard. I think the trick is not to lose. I love that shit. Fair enough. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a V-E-L. I don't even have a script. I'm just V-E-L, 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 V-E-L. No, I, I, I don't think it's in good. I don't think it's in good sport or good no, taste. That's just it. me. I do. I'm a grouch. V-E-L, V-T, V-E-L. <laughs> I would like a, like a cap on it at least. Like let the first bit play through so you can do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they overlap, that's yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a little nasty. I know. Anuki was having a bit of a heart attack when that was happening because he's a bit of a sound freak. And it's like, no, don't let them overlap. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. not fun. <laughs> and uh, the messaging thing, uh, for good and for bad. When I started doing videos and whatever, every now and then you get a person saying, "Oh, are you frost? I love your videos." And like mid-game, where I'm just, then I feel guilty <laughs> for. Having to kill the person, I'm like, uh, this is not the time. I feel bad. <laughs> but you brought to tone yourself for playing me, so there you go. <laughs> uh, how about you, Frost? How was your week? My week has been pretty good. Um, past days, I'm not a big fan. Let's be honest, because people that haven't played in a while come out because the new god, mm. and then. Uh, Oh, it's been a bit, a bit hectic, so I went back into ranked where there is no new god. <laughs> and it's been my safe haven for now. Nice. So you're going to be playing that in a little bit, maybe a week or so, and then go try soul yourself? I've tried her out. Um, uh, her kit, I'm a bit torn about it. It's, uh, it's new, it's fresh, but it's really bloated. It has a lot of stuff. It's got crowd control, it has cleansing, it has high damage, mobility, attack speed, all this stuff, and worries me for the future gods, because I wouldn't say we're power creeping just yet, but this is more stuff that other gods are going to have to deal with. This is more stuff that's like, oh, what are we going to put in the next god to compete with the ones we have? And Soul is a new benchmark, I feel. Mm. I can see that. It seems seems like most of the gods we get, uh, there's got to be some fine-tuning, uh, at least the first few weeks, and then, you know, <clears throat> still years later. Yeah, but like um, when Robin came out, he was kind of weak. I thought he's he's a good baseline for where God should be. But we've had all these so uh, these strong gods that everyone's just like, oh, he sucks. He can't keep up. Yeah. Well, what what do y'all think? Do y'all prefer to have a god come out um, a little more overpowered when it comes out, and then them tune it down, or or underpowered, 
and then tune it up. Mm. I would say air on underpower. That's I think it's, I, mean, I think I think it's easier they do to do that. I think they do overpower a lot of them and and then nerf them. Yeah, because then they'll see play and you'll know where all the trouble spots are, but they don't really nerf them properly, I think, all the time. So yeah. I think I'll have to go with underpowered and then make them slightly stronger. Yeah, because look at Bologna, right? I mean, Bologna's been nerfed a couple times. It's still not enough, in my yeah. opinion. She's <laughs> she's certainly a top pick. Yeah, but, but Bologna has a skill level of play that is pretty high. Well, that's you true. Know, you I can't think. just you can't just go uh, be a noob and play Bologna. I mean, she's <laughs> she's got she's very complicated. You have to land shit like precise to that yeah. little stretch in front of her on her two or whatever, and she jumps up and brings down the hammer. And you have to line up that little two. You got to line it up. That's crazy. And it, it seems like there's there's um, that can cause issues with the balancing. Like the more gods that are the more confusing they are to play, uh, where you get these players that know how to play a god they're so much more powerful with that god than just the general public that uh it's hard to balance because they who do they balance it for the people that are playing it every day or the people right. in uh you know that are qualifying for crap and uh, mm. you gotta well, go for I, the qualifying stuff right they're balancing around conquest uh going into ranked i see yeah these gods are they do pretty well but at the same time if you're a casual player you're gonna you're going to be seeing some stuff. Right. And it'd be nice if they could do something for that as well. Probably not possible right now, but that'd be really nice. Well, just even like not being familiar with a god and and having them against you. You're going to you're not going to know what they're capable of and everything, you know. So you really have to kind of stay up on those even though you might not like the gods, you know, and they're hard to play or whatever. It's so pays off to at least go into some practice and just see what they're capable of, so the, that when the you best come up thing, against it, know what's going on. You know, the best thing that I think that comes out of mastering all the gods, getting that level one, getting that level seventy badge, which I don't have yet now because I haven't done Saul, but is getting you you learn so fast how to shut every god down because when you're trying to play them for the first time and you just get shut down. It's a it's a wicked learning experience. So mm -hmm. you kind of start learning who you can actually go up against and win against. Yeah. Well, I yeah. I don't know. I think with seventy gods, you lose a lot of that info pretty fast, and, and you, the stuff that you know is what you do playing against these gods over and over again. Yeah. I think true. what it takes to master a god is almost too much, but too little to really get a good understanding. It, you're right. You do get some, um, and I do think you should play every god. I just uh, don't know if you should play it as much as they want you to to get um, a mastery. And they halved it, so that tells you how much I... Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even know what that is. I still say one game to get your, your mastery. Not mastery, call it something else, but, you know, the first one, and then uh, higher for the rest. But uh, See, I disagreed. I, I think it should have been like 10 matches. But you were saying that that, that would put you into mastery now especially if you had boost. yeah 10 wins would get you at least eight what 80 worshipers if not 90 or 100 or more it depends on the mode but yeah i mean 10 arena wins I mean, arena wins like usually give you seven or eight winning, right and then mm -hmm. the but then there's always time. boosters and yeah, yeah. And so you would be mastering the, too the weekend events and the extra stuff that you get it's uh nine to ten wins and that's a mastery yeah, so make it five. We'll make it five wins. I'm going with one. 
five. <laughs> okay, okay. So, you just gotta win one <laughs> or lose either one. You just gotta play one match. Like with you them. can sit back and your whole team goes. Like you DC'd half the game, you come back and you win. I, I think you, you selected. You selected, and then you change to a different god. You get the mastery. You're good. You're golden. <laughs> you don't have to play it again. Anyway, so also this week, uh, you check tickets. The SWC about 650 left. It appears. Yeah. So, so my hundred a week is still holding. So if you want to go, you got about uh, you know a month and a half before you're out of luck. Uh, also, if you didn't know, you can find uh, the show on youtube now on smite podcast we finally got the name so uh you can get it easily there and we still have over 50 skins and gods uh that uh we're giving away thank you um, gabe huh thank you gabe yes yes and and we'll be giving out uh about five to six skins weekly so look for that on, on the website on smitepodcast.com you might have noticed a uh text that went up earlier in the show you go there oops that's the wrong thing to move and uh you'll see uh you can get uh a skin there only 50 of you though so the first 50 there <laughs> get it <laughs> um okay so yeah i think it's time for these patch of the pantheons <laughs> so we did have a patch new god Talked a little bit about it. Got any words? Anybody got words for the patch? I think we probably talked about Saul enough. Was this region? Was this the one you were talking about like uh, a week or two ago that you were kind of upset that they were she wasn't going to have clothes on? Yeah, I mean, we and we talked about it quite a bit last week. So what? You, what do you think now that you see she's just fire? Is, that, um, is it still an issue? You think? I I still think it's over sexualized. Uh, the one. So she thing, should have clothes on. Like bringing well, up, I don't know. That, I, I, like, I was also, thinking about this a lot when I'm playing. I'm like, because you know, it's you, not you so much some... the fact that she doesn't have clothes on. It's that her body type is the exact same as all of the other gods or goddesses that are over sexualized, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, maybe it makes a little more sense that she's naked than so it makes she, that Athena wears high heels. So she should be like Bacchus. No, she shouldn't she... be like Bacchus. And I will say, now that I've seen her in game, she's at least, you know, she's Aphrodite with an extra 10 or 15 pounds at least, so she's not identical. But, I don't know, it just seems like they could have they could have done something a lot more. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I think it'd be nice to see a little more creativity. You know, we've got, you know, the men as well, they're just big, hulking gods is what they are. But you got Giannis as a robot. You got Bacchus is just big old jolly going around dumping drink on everyone i think we could get a little more creative with the women as well yeah well and absolutely I, you know i we, we did talk about this last week i i've been playing vox all, all week because i've been trying to get the mastery and and vox is vox is a girl right do you think i mean like is she over sexualized you mean nox nox sorry did i say vox um, <laughs> that's a dragon from everquest right with the way that they've designed her but, you know, she's... I don't understand why the goddess of night has to show that much cleavage. What about, uh... I mean, I, I, I guess... guess I don't know. Like Medusa. Let's see. <laughs> I, I think yeah, there's, um... Yeah, know. but we don't have any, like, witches. You know, like, any, like... You know, like, I don't know. 
I, I think you have a point, but it, at the same time, it's it's it's, it's so I, I like think, they could they could have some like demonic looking lady one, but there isn't one. They all look uh-huh. great. Even the demonic ones look great. <laughs> yeah. Well, and okay, yes, they're divine beings. Maybe they should look good. But I think that the common argument that's out there is that looking good doesn't have to be identical for every single one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and the sexy additional pieces, I guess, for lack of a better word, shouldn't be on gods that don't need them. Like I said, why would Athena wear high heels? She's a goddess of wisdom and war, and she's wearing high heels into battle. That makes no sense whatsoever. But, you know, high heels on a girl, she's got to wear them. <laughs> it just seems stupid to me. But, I mean, that it, it's a dead horse that we beat. Because girls never time. wear high heels. Never. Well, and I I don't know. Does, I guess Ronda Rousey, Rousey wear, I think, I think high uh, heels in the octagon? <laughs> We hear she probably we, she could. I think we see some some of the changes that come from certain gods, and then we forget like Aragni. Aragni doesn't is she over sexual? You know what I mean? Like I think. Oh, that's that's a point. Well, yeah, she got some. Yeah, she is. I mean, look at her top. She's she's a woman. I'm she's not, got I'm boobs. Just to kill I mean, else. I'm not looking at tops. <laughs> I don't know. I think we should get all the female gods side by side. That's a that's a good and one. then look at it. Yeah, for a good long time. Well, there was a video, and I forget. Maybe we could put this in the show notes if we find it. Where a guy actually made this really good point about some of the gods being over sexualized. But if you actually look through back through history, and you actually mm. go to, they have actually covered them up more than they were in history. And they're actually, and his point was, they're actually kind of uh, changing the, what the the meaning of the god by you know like what, what was it what's the one that they actually full-on changed they told full-on changed the god over the whole thing what was it uh kali kali yeah and that was yeah. that was what what prompted the video and and yeah. he was saying he was doing a disservice actually to the history of kali because because now everything that has to do with her abilities and everything changed to have nothing to do with really what her lore is uh um so before it actually had more to do with her lore, and if you actually look at pictures of Kali, she's actually pretty much fully naked. So, so <laughs> you know, yeah. we we're talking about that's their representation in history. Do we change their representation of history because of our political correctness? I don't you know. No, that's kind of like ours back then. It was just uh, there were the whole the curves, the fertility, all that representation. This is. Practically our modern depiction of them. If Hi-Rez had been the ones coming up with the lore back then and so long ago, this is what they would look that's, like. That's a good point. It's just our modern depictions of them. But I, yeah. again, I think we could stand to be a bit more creative. Yeah, I mean, if you look, if you look at any kind of, uh, if you do a Google search for images of her, she's pretty much topless and everything. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. And, and you can find images about, you know, like, like um, Ray just saying, will we ever get a new model type or, or something like that? And I don't know how much of that deals with, you know, models in, like, in-game models and the artists who are making them having a certain feel and, and all that sort of stuff. It'd be nice to, we should get one of the artists on it and talk to them about it. It's a good idea, Britt. Thank you. Yeah, we'll I, do it. Great. <laughs> Actually, I know that a lot of these games will use uh, a program called Poser, which actually has preformed models that you can 
change a little bit to do to become your models and, and but, pretty much but it's probably just big boobs and bigger boobs yeah that's probably the only yeah, settings they have on there. that's pretty much they the models they have in there are pretty much you know very good looking models big so, package or bit burner I mean, package think about that your half your work <laughs> half your work is done you're just coming up with a costume to go over that model or, or less so of a why costume. would you build a whole model in rigging when you can use poser and create one with you know change all the face and the body shape just like you would in a game you know to create your character in a game but they do that with i don't know if you've ever used poser i mean it's that easy to actually change you know the way things look and then right. export that model into your um into whatever game engine you want right Okay, nude. so a patch, <laughs> patch stuff. What else? What else we got talking about in here? Uh, the other thing was just they added a lot of miscellaneous buffs for some of the gods that they were saying were were lower tier. So I mean, there there's a do lot you, of them. Do you think that's the power creep where they're having to, you I know, think up the older gods the, a little bit? Yeah, I don't think that's the power creep, but I think they're uh, setting the precedence for the future that will enable the power creep. Oh snap! So Wheelix can pull her alt through walls now. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, people people were getting away too easily. Essentially, they zing cooldown increased to a hundred seconds. <laughs> yeah, well, they're yeah, still we, nerfing him. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that, right? <laughs> um, the one that the one that I find the weirdest though is the Sobek one. Um. Now, granted, I'm not a, a really good Sobek player by any means. Uh, he's pretty pretty low on my list of, of tanks. He's fun as hell to play, but I'm not all that good with him. I don't think mana was his problem. If you tank, if you uh, tank yeah. he, I, it is. I don't know. I, I very really much was a problem, problem with him. So. Yeah, you blow the mana so fast, you, you can't heal off his stuff or do anything else because you, you just sit around waiting for mana. Yeah, and you have to be up in everybody's face all the time, and so you're not always, you know, regaining mana very quickly because you're constantly using your abilities to just keep people off you because you're moving kind of slow. Mm, well, that's I don't know. That's my opinion. Anyway, I've never had a the, the old protection problem. buff. Maybe though, I, I'm playing them wrong. I think but. they need a big time. I remember ulting with him back in the day, and you're like, yeah, I'm like invincible almost, right? You're whack, come up, and it doesn't do that much damage, but it's intimidating. But now that you have some protection again, I think that his ult may be like I don't care when some when he ults me, Sobek ults me, I'll stand there. You don't even have to run <laughs> around, dude. You don't even have to run around. I'll stand here and wait for you to come up because I know you're gonna do jack to me. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like the Hades ult where you're just better off to turn around and shoot him, shoot him in the shoot face. Him. I yeah, I just shoot him. I don't even I don't even I don't even try to move. I just shoot him. And when he comes up, I'll just shoot him more. Because it's not gonna, you know, and you and he's not shooting at you when he's in his ult, so he's totally vulnerable. Totally vulnerable. He's not really doing as much damage to make you fear it, to make you move away from it. So that that right there, if he can protect himself in his ult, makes it a little bit more scary, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Halloween updates, event maps. Oh, I, I thought like the Halloween stuff was cool. I wasn't yeah. really expecting it because I didn't read the notes beforehand. And I saw the pumpkins are the thing that they're in arena that they're throwing in the, yep. the little uh, guys that come out, and I was like, "Whoa, that's cool! That's like," and I was they a little done this before. They've never done a real like official like change things up that way. I want to keep uh, it for a holiday. <laughs> yeah, I like the nighttime arena. You know? 
I, I was upset when they flipped it back to daytime. I just think it's a lot more aesthetically pleasing, the, the nighttime one. I was worried when I read about the tombstones. Um, I thought maybe they were going to be like Medusa statues where they were actually going to be physical barriers, yeah. but they're not. You can just blow right through that's them. Right. And they don't last well, very long. That's what those, okay, I wonder what those were. Yeah, and then the drink me potions where if someone dies, you get a Ratatoska or an Apwash jumping in your face. Have you tried those? No. What? What? You go into an uh, into an arena match, and in the consumables, you've got your health, your mana potions. There's one that says "Drink me." And <laughs> oh, this one, this one has little, that. yeah, this one has little jump scares coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have, I have got to try that. I didn't try that. Oh yeah, that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> It reminds me, like, well, Team Fortress 2, you know, it's like Team Fortress 2 does this awesome freaking Halloween event type of thing every year. It's awesome. It makes me come back and play Team Fortress 2 every year and just, just to experience that part. So I think anytime you add stuff like that for the holidays, I think that's just cool. Like, it, it, if it's like Christmas, make it the map all snowy, anything like that, it's just you know, makes yeah. it more fun and different. I, I love that shit. I also like what they did with the Halloween chest this year. Right now it has the new Loki skin, the mariachi. Um, you, you know how people are with chests. They're like, oh, there's some things I don't want, some things I do. I don't really want to just throw gems in there. Well, I got all the stuff from the Halloween chest last year that this year the only thing I could get from it was the Loki yep. skin. So oh, nice. I, I, I thought that was pretty convenient. I am yeah, actually like cool. that so, like, most of the skins on it. the chest now. Pretty much anytime a new chest comes out, it's I, the only thing I need is the new thing in it because I did the full Odyssey last year. Yeah. Which, if you did that, you you're overflowing with stuff. You get you get so much of that extra stuff taken care of with that, and I'm actually probably going to finally get my Artemis Convention skin this time around because of the Odyssey chest. It's in there, and I've got so much of the other stuff in it. I should be able to get it <laughs> this time around. This time around. Okay, so I was trying to get some questions together for the next segment, so let's just go ahead and uh, dip on into that. I have a message for you. Gotta go fast! Whoops! Yeah! We got, we got, we got mail. Let's take a look at Mercury's mustache. Yeah! So this is, this is our mail sack. <laughs> We're opening it. Uh, Mercury brought it to us, of course, and... Uh, <laughs> We're going to get some questions off the uh, Reddit to uh, get to Frost. So uh, every week we do that for the guests. So be sure to look for that a day or two before the show. Uh, also, if we have any questions, we'll throw them at you as well. Uh, the first one here, though, is from a Werta or W3s or blah, blah, blah. And it says, is the selection pool of top five Xbox plays of a similar size to the pool of top five PC plays? Or is are there less submissions? Mm. Well, if it's talking overall, just by the way that the uh, the patches work on PC, you've got all the plays in between patches. Once you get a new patch, all those old plays get wiped. So by default, Xbox is going to have more just because ours don't get wiped. It's used with an Xbox DVR. But I'd say Xbox gives more just because it's done through a third program whilst on PC. You have to be in a ranked match, it has to be, or it has to be spectated, you have to be 
in that ranked match, and you have to be in the top 15% of ELO, I believe. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So is that how that works? Mm. I've always wondered that why a random match that I was in would, would show up as having a replay. And I knew that spectating caused it, but I didn't mm. think enough people were spectating random matches to, to have yeah. them. It also seems, uh, are you, and I don't know if you can answer this or not, but it seems like uh, matches where people get reported tend to show that as well but i don't know if that's just coincidence i've never tested that before it just seems like uh if i see one and there's like say for instance one really toxic player and everyone else says they're going to report them then it seems like that's a match that's more likely to have that spectate come up or that replay option hmm. I wonder if i'm a little bit threshold. uh I'm a little bit uh, obsessed, I guess, with going and checking all the the matches that I've done in the in the week. Uh, I check both yeah. the main smite and the smite guru, uh, you know, taking a look at what happened there. So I do tend to notice when ones get a replay option, and you know, like you said, fifty top fifteen percent of Elo, which means that I don't show up. <laughs> but I, I do see them occasionally. Now, is there a is there a so there's no spectator replay at all on Xbox? From what I'm, from what I've seen, um, Scott Gandhi's been working on one. They are developing a spectator for it, and I think they've hosted tournaments before as well. So I'm pretty sure there's a spectator there. I've recently gotten more into it, and I haven't really gotten to dabble with the spectator yet. Yeah, I know they have some kind of in-game camera. Uh, it may be just for them at this time, because I know during the tournament. Uh, they would sit there and show footage in the other room, and they'd be following people and show plays and things like that live. Uh, mm -hmm. So they obviously had some in-game. And it's so much smoother than PC because it, it can be on rails um, when they're doing the motion tracking and stuff. So it, was, it, was, it looked really good. Nice and polished. Okay, so also what looks good is Ma Rear. That's not... <laughs> That's person on Reddit, and they have a question, and it sounds a lot like the one we just asked, but we're going to ask anyway. How many Smite video submissions do you get? How many of them are actual plays, and how many are someone's first pentakill? All right. Well, submissions, how many do we get? Last time I checked it, we've gone around 11,000 submissions total. And I think Anuki says we get around 500 per Ow. video in between. Uh, how many of them are actual plays? I've gone through them myself a few times. I've only actually picked, like, two. And how many of them are someone's first pentakill? A lot. How many of them are someone's <laughs> first double kill? A lot. <laughs> how many of them are just like, my opponent missed everything and I got away? A lot. As yeah. So personally, what what's your uh, what, what do you like to see in a good play? A lot of <clears throat> personally, I like to see a lot of back and forth action where one person's not completely outplaying the other while the other person's taking it because we've we've got uh, names for these things that like we get plays where yeah one person does get a pentakill. but by nature of it, the other team did something completely wrong. So. <laughs> Just, uh, I think my dream is also what Anuki said, where he wants a full five-on-five -five team fight, where slowly they're picking each other off, they're fighting together, but they're dying where it's a 5v5, and then it turns to a 5v4, then a 4v4, and it gets down to the last 1v1, and then someone is victorious, or heck, everyone's dead. <laughs> Everybody's back up, and it uh, starts all over again. 
Mm-hmm. Now, how much of that, though, because, I mean, and maybe this is... I'm not trying to sound all PC master race on this, but, you know, I watch both series, and it seems like what you just described is what the uh, PC top five plays usually are. A lot of the time on the Xbox stuff, it seems it's more, not so much everyone's done really well, but, I mean, the the example I can pull out of the last one is where the cuckoo is escaping into the jungle, drops a tornado to block the lane. The other guys run right through the tornado and he turns around and ults them. And it's just, you know, like, okay, yeah, it was smart on Cuckoo's part to do that, but that was capitalizing on the other people making a really stupid mistake. And I see more of that on the Xbox side. Now, is that just because of the differences in the source material? Like, are you getting more of that kind of play with the Xbox side than you get out of the PC? And is is what you talked about with League being the source of PC part of that? Um, let's say if you were to go back into the old PC top five plays, you'd also be getting a lot of that. I think it's basically come from a lot of people are just new to the game. This is their first MOBA. This is the sort of stuff I was doing at that level that I was like, oh my god, I'm so awesome. <laughs> and just like two weeks ago on PC, I'm getting my first Penta. And I'm like, man, I should send that into the top five plays. But then I go back and look at it and it's like, no, I, I just shot everyone in the back. While, and Anubis came running out of nowhere to fight a gold fury for some reason that's kind of how it's on um on xbox you know just like i'm gonna run in the jungle drop a tornado drop a dragon on you while everyone's running behind i think eventually people are gonna get better yeah i wonder if those are the people who've played it on pc before playing it on xbox <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> like smurfing uh, yeah, yeah. I, i've gotten a few from uh Dwarst. he's the I want to say ADC for Eager. Solo, I think. Oh, okay. he, I think he, he, he replaced Anatoly, I think. No, it's not on PC, on Xbox. Dwarst? Dwarst? Uh, yeah, Dwarst. Oh. No, He's, I thought Dwarst was D-W-U-R-S-T. Doesn't he play for Eager? Oh, but the Eager Xbox, Xbox team. Sorry, yeah. I'm an idiot. That's, that was, that's Omega on the eager PC of course team. anyways uh dwarst he sends in some plays and his are more of that back and forth kind of style going maybe that's just matchmaking maybe he's getting uh players who actually know what they're doing well yeah because he'd be top tier mm-hmm. i kind of want to play it on the xbox just to see what it's like but it I don't, don't want to it is so deja vu because my account is level four on xbox and it's all the stuff that I was seeing when I was on PC when I first started out, I'm like, it's like I get to start a new. This is still my first MOBA, but I have all this knowledge. I've, right. I know what all the guys do. I know what we're supposed to do, and I'm going 22 and zero in every match. But I'm not sending my own plays. <laughs> now, um, you say this is your first MOBA. What kind of what kind of games do you usually play? Do you play RPG games or like MO, uh, you know MMOs, or do you play first person shooters? What kind of background did you have before Smite? I came from first person shooters and uh, fighting games. Mostly Street Fighter. Everyone else is like Smash Bros, but I was mostly Street Fighter. Yeah, see, that's the background I come from. These guys, they're all uh, like MMO guys and stuff. So did you... Now, when I started playing, I didn't even know what AoE meant. I had no Mm -hmm. idea what mana did. I I feared (laughs) abilities. (laughs) Yeah. So did you you have that kind of experience 
when you were transitioning from you know first person shooter to this kind of you know mobile world? Mm, I'd watched a fair amount of videos back when I was in shooters. I was playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three. One of my favorite YouTubers at the time was MOC Stealth, who is now the right. mid laner for right. Cloud Nine. And I'm like, this is really interesting. I wanna I wanna see what this game's about. I get the game. Uh, I know what some of the gods do, and you're just learning. This was back in beta, where there was no really call roll and go places. It was just like, grab a god you want to master quick and run. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, you just learn. That's what I like about video games in general. So you can learn, you can get better. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Or you can be like me and not just suck all the time. <laughs> Speaking of sucking all the time, we got a question from Lincoln Bob, who's not here tonight again. But uh, I'm just kidding, Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Uh, Lincoln asks, uh, when do you think the skill level of the Xbox players will reach that of the PC players? Um, I don't know. I've been playing for two years now, and I'm pretty bad on PC. Uh, I think, if not by next year, the year after. Definitely, because there's a lot more material. Back when we started... There was no one to look up to. There were no guides. There was, there were no pros. There were no streamers. These were the first ones. Now we have pros to watch. We have people that can guide them a lot better. I mm. think they'll, I think they'll catch up a lot faster. That's a yeah. great point to make. Yeah, and I, I think there's also kind of touched on it before. There, there's kind of there are two different silos. No matter how much you try to put the games together, I think you throw PC players in on the Xbox. And just a little bit, if not now, they're going to get owned by the Xbox players. And you throw the Xbox players in with the PC players, and they're going to get owned by the Xbox. Just almost like uh, shooters, like uh, Pitt was saying. Uh, I mean, that seems yeah. to kind of be the flow. It's all about who knows their game better, really. Yeah, and the inputs, right? Because mm -hmm. the... uh, I went to Xbox. I'm a lot better just because I know how the game works. But I'm sure th those are low levels. I'm sure Dwarves could take me down easy. Yeah, there's always and, one, some savant that's just amazing. <laughs> the first time they play, you're like, "What the hell?" I don't know. I wish I was those. <laughs> some of us <laughs> have brothers, to work to get there. My brother's that way. He just every game he plays is just masters it in yeah. two seconds. And how different is the control scheme? Like, how different does it feel to be playing on that Xbox controller instead of keyboard and mouse? All right. Um, let's see. I'm gonna grab my Xbox controller right here. And uh, all right. We have normal casting on PC. It doesn't feel right on Xbox at all because you have to like double tap it and it, it caught me off guard. So everything there now is on instant. Um, the way you, you can't level your skills while attacking. That kind of hinders it a little bit. Ooh. Yeah, because you have to, the way I have it is you have to click the left analog and then press which skill you want. And it won't let you do that while attacking. So it kind of bugs me there. Movement, though, because it's an analog, feels a lot nicer. Like just the, instead of WASD, you've got the left analog. So it's a lot easier to juke, a lot better moving around, but aiming is atrocious for me. It's a <laughs> lot harder to hit skills at a um, far range as opposed to all up in your face. Right. So be because of that, you're seeing different kinds of guards. And is there, yeah. is there a bit of an auto-aim? help at all or is it still you got to have that perfect line uh says there was auto aim but scott gandhi suggested everyone take it off so i never tested it 
And if it's anything like the aim assist on uh, Call of Duty, I don't like it at all. It's better just go raw. Right. Learn the controls. Well, that's cool. That's uh, that's that's good insight. How how about um, matchmaking on Xbox? How is it now? How long does it normally take to hop into a, a match? Uh, it's pretty fast. Not even but like a minute. But then again, I was uh, level four and I was playing with Mez, uh, High Res Weiss, High Res Pixie Kitty, and I think they were all level thirties. Okay. So cool. Sounds like they've got uh, plenty of people playing to make those matches happen. Looks like you have a question, Ragin. I was just going to ask, like, are there multiple servers like there are on the PC with the Xbox? I don't know how. I'm not familiar with Xbox at all in any game, so I don't know how that works. Um, I'd like to say there are multiple servers, but since it is Xbox, it could be hosted off of one person. So I'm not sure about that. Yeah, that was always in the old days on Xbox. It'd be like one person basically hosted whatever game. So if you're playing Minecraft, you'd actually be playing on someone's Xbox. And mm. if they left, it would kind of mm. all go to someone else's Xbox. Yeah, and then you pay $50 uh, a month for what? I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the Xbox service. Xbox Live? Like, what are you paying for if if the other guy's hosting? Yeah. You're not no, paying it's... for servers. No, no. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know if they do that anymore with the the Xbox One, but uh, that'd be that'd be interesting. Something to find out because then then you could you run into some kind of you know they pull the plug just enough to <laughs> you know come in and kill you or something you know while well, you're off lagging. I don't know. I I doubt it works like that. J tagged Xboxes. <laughs> Are those still a thing? Wow. Yeah. So before we move on to the next segment, anybody else have any uh, more real questions before we get to the silly ones? <laughs> I guess that's a no, so let's move on to a new segment, kind of. Repurposing it. <laughs> Are you ready for 21,000 gigawatts? Zeus lightning round. Good luck. So we're just going to throw some quick, stupid questions at you. Just answer them as fast as you can. Uh, these are all for you, Frost. How is your voice so mesmerizing? <laughs> Orange juice and toothpaste. There you go. <laughs> Where's your announcer pack? It's super top secret. So top secret, even I don't know where it is. Nice. Oh, no. What is your uh, opinion on the NA and EU teams? No, that's too long. We should have done that in the series one. Favorite cereal? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Easy. Oh, that is an easy it's one. Favorite good. television game show host? Alex Trebek, come on, man. Yes! Yeah. How many women have suddenly fainted, or guys, due to the smoothness <laughs> of your voice? I have no clue. They won't be able to tell me they're all unconscious. Hey, that's oh. good. <laughs> How come you don't spit more hot fire like the one Agni play? That one was just kind of random. It was a, one of those plays where I'm like, oh, what am I supposed to do with this? It's just kind of uh, lackluster, so... It just, it just flowed out. <laughs> well, then, would buying uh, you ice cream actually improve our chances of being friends? Maybe, especially <laughs> if you get my favorite flavor, which I'm not going to tell you. Uh-oh. Hopefully, Ooh. it's not mac and cheese with hamburger mixed in or mac and cheese with hot dogs. I'm a purist. I'll, I'll just take the mac and cheese. And lastly, but not least, who's your favorite god? And why is it Bologna? <laughs> <laughs> it's Bologna because she doesn't run around in high heels. 
Nice. <laughs> uh, there we go. Nice. You're right. Nice they did job. get that one right. Very nice job. That's the first time we've actually pulled that on a guest, and you did uh, amazingly well. Thank Very you. Well. Very well. Uh, and we're actually bumping up on, on an hour here. So, uh, first off, I want to thank you for being on the show. Thank um, you for having me. And uh, I know everybody needs to go, A, follow you on Twitter. That's the other Frost on Twitter. Also, uh, la launching a uh, podcast of your own Wednesday. Mm. Is that what I hear? The 14th, I believe. So, yeah, Wednesday. Ragnarok Radio. Ragnarok Radio. So, everybody look for that. It's going to be me, Smitten, Maz, and Shadowhorn. Nice, and y'all are giving away some uh, skins too. I uh, I think they should go follow you on Twitter, and they can find that. Yeah, they can find that. Uh, where else can everybody find you? Me, uh, I'm just I just stay on the Twitters. <laughs> just on the Twitters. <laughs> I just stay on the Twitter. <laughs> well, that's awesome. We're on the Twitters too. I'm at Brent Copeland. I'm at Bitburner. I am at Rank Aaron. And it's on the screen. You can find us each week. Uh, on Smite Podcast, everywhere, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, uh, my home address, uh, websites, uh, my Hotmail account, hotmail? Uh, my AOL account. Dude, I got a Hotmail uh, story, got, okay? I got, a, I got uh -oh. a Hotmail story. These are always the best. Before Microsoft owned Hotmail, this is like a long time ago, I had a Hotmail address, and people didn't even have, like, email. So, right? So then I tell them, hey, my address is BitBurner at uh, Hotmail. And they're like, hot M-A-L-E? Are you a stripper? We, we didn't know you swung that way, bit. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, hot male, M-A-I-L, M-A-I-L. I can't tell you how many times people put H, you know, H-O-T-M-A-L-E. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> no and that's not it. The alternative not at it. that time was rocket mail which when you put it in that context isn't a whole lot better it's all it's all sexualized it's like, oh it's, like it's almost as good as yahoo mail i'm a yahoo mail yeah. yahoo <laughs> why am i using this mail yahoo yahoo yeah. so uh on smite podcast at yahoo.mail.com no. org not really you get everybody all mixed up i'm you know, alt vista uh, we yeah. are we are giving out skins every week, um, randomly, and this is besides from the show. So go to onsmitepodcast.com. We've got some up right now. You might be surprised who it is. You might not. Go get you one. There's only five, so they go fast. And then there's fifty from that other link. Again, thank you so much for uh, joining us today, Frost. Thanks for having me. Have a wonderful evening, uh, and the. You guys too. Thanks for showing up today. <laughs> no I forgot how to speak all of a sudden. I don't know where I'm going with this because I don't have an outro button. I need an outro. Someone make us an outro. Bitburner, make us an outro. All right. What do you want? It's done. I you. That's you, the creative. You get all license. All right. Cool. So I will just do this for it. And <laughs> see y'all later. Nice job. <laughs> Thank you.